0: Okay, great. We are recording. This is Robert of the Twelve Pound Podcast. I am here with my mom, Bobby. Hey, mom. Hi, Rob. Uh, as a quick reminder, this podcast discusses life's changes and how we hope to help you face them through shared stories and experience. So, mom, we're on location again.
1: We're not in the south of France. Just in case anybody's interested, we're, we're close. Not. We're getting there. But well, we are, actually, no. We're moving
0: north. But we are close to a uh, exotic animal facility, a zoo.
1: This is true. We're a not free far zoo. From- a free I'll Give them zoo. a little plug. It's a wonderful zoo.
0: It is. So, the Cape May County Zoo, it's we're a right wonderful down the street. Zoo.
1: Yes, free. F R E, just for a donation.
0: And we are welcoming another guest to our show today uh, Emily Paul, President and CEO of the Cape May County Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. This is actually kind of bizarre because I've listened to every episode. So I'm listening to it now through the headphones, and it's like listening to every other episode. So it's kind of bizarre that it's happening live in front of me right now. You're here. Very cool. I'm here. You're here. Yeah. Um, well,
0: we're glad that you're a listener. Yeah. And I
2: love the podcast. It's very relaxing, and it's informational, and it's just it's wonderful. I really do enjoy it. Oh, thanks so much.
0: Yeah, I found out yesterday that actually it puts my – toddler to sleep so i will play (laughs) for the podcast when i am uh, pushing her in the stroller so it is relaxing but unfortunately for children it's a little too relaxing so we'll have to put a warning
1: there's an age yeah there'll be an age thing like a you know height requirement or
0: age requirement an age requirement eight and older yeah eight (laughs) and younger you'll fall asleep right But we're so glad you're here.
2: I'm so glad to be here. This is really, really great. Thank you so much for coming to the chamber.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we are in the chamber right now. So maybe just for uh, the purposes of our audience who may be not as familiar with the Chamber of Commerce, the mission of the chamber is to be the advocate for the Cape May County business community, through the strength of legislative engagement, member services, and education programs, Emily and the Chamber represent more than 800 members. Is that right? 800.
2: That is true. Wow, that
0: is a lot of small businesses. I
2: know, and there's there's more too in in Cape May County. So we're always uh, recruiting new businesses. You know, talking to new members. In fact, this morning we just had new members here. You know, talking about what they're doing with their businesses. Two of them were small business owners. So it, it, that's one of the great things about this job is getting to meet people you know hear about what they're doing what their dreams are you know how we can help them you know I always tell people your success is our success and and I really mean that you know I really want to see everybody um be successful I want your podcast to be successful I want you know everybody to just live and have a great life in Cape May County it's a great place to live and to work and to visit, as yeah,
0: well. we agree, it's been wonderful. So, the podcast has been wonderful, it's been nice for me. I've come back to Cape May County after many years. I know you've come back to Cape May County as well. It's after true. many years,
2: it's true. Well, you know, I came back to Cape May County in 2009. I moved back prior to that. You know, I went to high school here, graduated, went to college in Philadelphia, and ended up staying there for quite a while. In fact, I lived in Fairmount. Uh, oh, good. For, for quite a Did bit. Did you go to the chiropractor? I did not go to a chiropractor at that point in time. Uh, (laughs) I didn't have any children at that point. I was a lot less stressed out. So I didn't really need a chiropractor then. Uh, Now, maybe a different story. But yeah, lived in Philly, loved it, um, and then moved back to town and have been here ever since that's
0: great as
1: far as it's funny we did an episode you probably heard since you listened to them all I did um was coming home and you're an example of of coming home um that you were away and I don't know if I'm imagining this or we had spoken before but there was something to do with a prom
2: date yes my husband was my prom date um but I always have to be very clear to people that it's not we're, we're not like the high school sweethearts who have stayed together since high school. I don't know why I always have to make, make, that, make that very clear. I just feel like it's a, that's a different thing. Like if you <laughs> if you meet someone in high school and you stay with them from high school through your life, it's a beautiful thing, but it's just not our thing. So the
1: prom date was good?
2: He was a great prom date. Um, it was eventful in, in the sense that our bus driver um, almost had a heart attack. So... You know. <laughs> So I learned then that my husband does not react well in those situations. He was very, you know, the guy was, like, pulled over. And I'm thinking, I mean, we're teenagers, so, you know, what are you going to do? But my husband was just, I was like, you should say something to him. He's like, you okay, buddy? And that was... (laughs) <laughs> that was it. no c p r no c p r but but yeah, i mean he was great, we were great friends for all that time in between and you know after you get older and you realize sometimes you realize the person for you is you know that person you met a while ago <laughs> at so, the prom at the prom yeah it's a yeah. great story really yeah, yeah. it is it, it is great yeah i'm i'm glad it happened <laughs> yeah.
1: is that what brought you some of the um Back to this area? Yes, that's
2: 100% what brought me back to the area. Yeah, I was, you know, living my life in Philadelphia. I really did not picture myself moving back. And it's funny, I've spoken to other people, similar situation, graduated, um, and then ended up coming back down here. And I think that it's just not, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Um, I, I, part of the reason why I'm happy to have this position that I do is because I'd like more people to some of the young people that graduate from school down here to feel like they can yeah. build their life here, yeah. you know? And I think that there is this, this push that happens, um, where, you know, you go to high school here, you graduate, and then you get out and, you know, to come back is kind of frown upon in a weird way, or it feels, I think to some people it feels a little bit like a failure or something like that, but it really shouldn't be. There's a lot of great opportunity down here. And, you know, as someone who has lived in other places, there's a, there's a lot that this area has to offer as far as building a life and raising a family. You know, I'm raising my family here and I'm really happy that I decided to, yeah. you know, it's kind of a different, it's a special place, Cape May County. It is you special. It and is. It's a great
1: place to start a business.
2: It is a great place to start a business. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a huge industry in Cape May County in terms of tourism. So we get tons of people who come down here every year. So certainly there's a lot of businesses geared towards that. But, you know, building in those year-round businesses is really something as well. Um, You know, we have a lot of breweries in the area. We have a lot of wineries. We We do have people who live here who can make a living all year long. Um, so, you know, I definitely would encourage people to start their businesses down here or come to work for one of these great businesses down here. (laughs) How do
0: you think it changed that sentiment? If you are in high school and there's a student who's gone on to college is thinking about coming back, but has that feeling, do you think it's, um, showcasing these businesses earlier on to students or what are ways that you've thought about maybe? I think what you just
2: said, you know, highlighting that there are these opportunities down here. Um, I know for myself, growing up, and other people that I've known in the same position, we had no idea what was possible. It was kind of like, well, you can go to school, you'd be a teacher, you'd be, you know, you could go into the medical field, or it was very limited in terms of what you, what the possibilities were. Um, so I think just speaking to young people about the possibilities, you know, I know right now, even between college and trades. There's so much that people can be doing right across the parkway over at the tech school. I mean, they have so many amazing programs. The community college has amazing programs. There's a lot that you can do here and you can put those skills to work Hmm. right here. You know, and even if even if to live here, work in the surrounding counties, you know, right up at in Atlantic County at the airport. They're doing amazing things there. I mean, um, they're doing amazing things at our airport. You know, we have Cellular Tracking Technologies, which is this amazing business. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. They're chamber members. They're kind of awesome. They do amazing things. They're tech jobs. That they're bringing, they're building this whole tech village. So it's, it's very cool. There's a lot of things once you start digging a little bit deeper, but I don't think that young people necessarily know what all of those things
0: are. So your careers, you've had a thread in your career, which is marketing communications, as I understand, that's where you're. Sure.
2: Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. No. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I kind of, but but I did. The funny thing about that, and the funny thing about talking about, you know, not knowing what the possibilities were. When I went to school, I was an athlete. And everyone would say to me, okay, you're an athlete. Why don't you get into physical therapy, athletic training? Because that was a thing. And I was like, okay, I'll do that because. I'm an athlete. (laughs) But then I realized, oh, I hate science, and I hate all my science classes, and this is going to be nothing but science classes, but I like writing. So I had an experience in in high school where I was – Going to go to Stockton to be a physical therapist decided in my senior year after I'd already been accepted, like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do creative writing. Went to a guidance counselor and said, you know, because I told my parents and I thought my parents were going to freak out, but they didn't. And they were like, okay, go talk to your guidance counselor. Find out what you can do with writing. So I went to the guidance counselor and they were like, you can be a teacher. And i was like, but I, don't, I don't want to be a teacher. What else can I do? And they really didn't have much in that, you know, for what you could do. But I ended up going to school for, at Stockton for creative writing, transferring over to UArts for writing for media communications, which was television and film mm-hmm. writing, and then worked in that industry very briefly, realized I was not cut out for the film industry. You just, it's, a, it's very cool industry. It's just, you have to be a specific type of person, I think, to do it. And that just wasn't me. And I really wanted to work in nonprofits. Mm. I had an experience in college working for the Clean Air Council, loved it. Um, wanted to get back into that field and then somehow found myself in marketing and communications and then in grant writing and realized that you can be a writer and you can use that skill but you can use that skill in all these different jobs that exist out there yeah. that had never been made clear you know to me as a young person so again just going back to that idea of hey there's you like to write well let me tell you 20 different things that you can do with mm. writing out there. Those are the kind of things that I wish I could tell young people today.
0: So how does, um, when you think about productivity, do you set out a plan in advance, or is it something that just comes through the day? So it's it's because it's interesting. We've, we've heard about people's plans a lot, and it tends to be something I'm interested in, how people manage their day, how they can be productive, or how they can equally avoid things pretty successfully. So how does your day structure out?
2: My day structure. Um, It's funny. I was listening to your other podcast, and you talked about the person you were speaking with was saying how she wakes up at 5.06 a.m.
1: That's how I was was just there a little bit (laughs) ago. And
2: I I am a 4 a.m. person. On so, the dot? Uh, four, actually, 4.06, and I am not even lying. I will show you my <laughs> wow, phone where I have the alarm for 4.06. The, on the 06. On the yeah, I have a four, I, I, I do have a 4 a.m. alarm, but I require a second alarm. <laughs> at 4.06. So 4 a.m. goes off, and that's the Alexa telling me to wake up, and then the 4.06 alarm is on my phone. That That's when I really get up is at 4.06. Wow, what time's bedtime? Bedtime is I have to be in bed by 8 o'clock, usually fall asleep before 9. If I see double digits, I start to get anxiety. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's
0: interesting. (laughs) So good, you get your sleep, you can get up in the morning, you do your run first thing in the morning?
2: First thing in the morning, I either run or I do some sort of yoga, bar exercise, but something like that um, to get the day going. Then, you know, usually I start working, you know, I, I always have to have a list, big list person. And that's, you know, key to productivity is planning ahead and planning what you want to do in advance. So if I don't have a list, I can wander aimlessly. I can start just like, that's when I start just scrolling things on my phone. You know, I'll get into the TikTok videos and it just, things will go awry. But if I have a list and I know that I can go to my list and just start picking things off it, then I can start moving forward. If I have a plan going into the day, like cleaning the house, you know, couple emails that I need to respond to but if I don't have that then that's yeah, funny I was just right uh,
1: speaking with my younger son well as a child I don't know as an adult he's up in Maine but he, he never had a list
0: no he was listless
2: he was listless and <laughs> oh uh, my gosh did, did that word come from that it, I don't know I could yeah probably uh, probably I've no, right? never put listless, two and two together right? on that. Listless. we don't
0: we don't have a producer on set, <laughs> right I do we'll have, have to, a computer yeah.
1: well we could have pretended like we all ask our producer
0: <laughs> but
1: anyway, um, and he was just talking about that because he's not a list kind of guy. It's, um, but over the years, um, you know, that has have changed. But, you know, he has two little kids and he was saying that his wife just started to, they thought maybe it would help making lists. And they've made like a schedule, you know, to do this at this time. And, that, and he said, it really seems to be working. And he said, it's given them more time, you know.
2: Absolutely. Well, I have my to-do list tattoo because... I you have to have one with you at all times. A tattoo again, or a to-do list. A to-do, well, both, both, both. <laughs> but yeah, a to-do list. Uh, like I said, if I don't have, but I, but the last thing on my list at the end of the day is plan the day for tomorrow, and at least get a couple of things on the list.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, I was just looking at your tattoo, and the, I was, I instantly went to high school where it wasn't to-do; it was sort of um, cheat
2: sheet. <laughs> you know, there, there were a the few answers. The answers. <laughs> That's how, mom got, that's how mom got through high school. <laughs> <laughs> really? We are very honest on podcasts. Very honest very, <laughs> honest. very honest.
1: Very <laughs> honest. It was rare. It was rare.
0: Yeah. Lists were what got me through COVID. So yeah. I was, as a, as a single dad, I was alone a lot. So I found that if I didn't have that list every day, I would do exactly the same so it would, it would happen the night before. Write it out. I would start through it. Check it off through the day. It also feels very fulfilling as you kind of go through it and you get through those. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, holding
1: yourself accountable is actually yeah. what you're doing, yeah. rather than you know, in coaching, I can hold you accountable, um, but you have to pay. You have to pay for that. So if you if you get really good at making lists and holding yourself accountable, this is what I do at. What time? What time? Four a.m. <laughs> am? Um, yeah, that's what I did. My son is signaling me to stop again to stop tapping. Her, on the and table. I
0: found it's a family thing. Her <laughs> brother did the same thing. They're just very like bang the table type of people. I like it. Yeah. As a as the as the uh, as the producer and the editor of this podcast. <laughs> see, one of these not...
1: days, one of these days when we we will be um, videoed, you will see the look that I get from my son, you know, when that he sees the hand going one way or, and you'll also see the look that I give him back.
0: Yeah. Working with my mom was not on my to-do list. No, but it it did, it did end (laughs) up there being there in the end. You know, (laughs) I,
2: I, I think about that and I, I look at that and I think, wow, I have two sons myself and it would be great to work with one of them. I don't know if, I don't know if they will. I mean, they're, they're very young right now. I can't even imagine it. At this point in time, if you ask them, it'd probably be like, yeah, I would love to, because they actually like hanging out with me. But I know that's going to change very soon. So, but how wonderful for you, though.
0: Because it is a small community, it's a close knit community, you kind of feel like you know everybody. Sure. But eight hundred businesses is a lot of businesses.
2: There's no way to know everybody and know everything that's going on. But I think that most of the people who are members here are very invested in this community and interested in what's going on. So, you know, those mem we have monthly membership meetings and at those meetings it's not just the networking, but we also have speakers come in. And I think that those we really try and select speakers who have something interesting to talk about in terms of new things that are happening, uh, new legislation, you know, things that are going to affect the, our members. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a lot of the reason why people sign up. You know, mm-hmm. in addition to the networking.
1: A big part of the enjoyment for you is helping people, is getting business going, is. And I just wanted to throw in there to give myself a little plug. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. You're not
0: part of the chamber yet, Mom.
1: <laughs> what is that? What who said something about it? something wasn't so it?
2: We'll, recu- we'll recruit you very quickly okay. you know, <laughs> okay. Okay. before you get okay. out yeah,
1: you yeah know, before we go what we'll we'll is that you. I wouldn't want to sure. be part of a group that I'm a member of what was who said that Groucho Marks yeah okay um
0: I wouldn't want to be part of a club that would accept me as a member <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I always thought that was kind of
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is not true at the chamber I know, we have I know. a lot I know. of I we I would did, accept I you know. and it's where my brain goes
1: sometimes where 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 I go but um I've been doing, you know, uh, as far as the coaching, I've been doing some things on energy levels. And when I, a lot of times I'm always hearing, you know, when someone's speaking and um, my next thing is going to be on level four, which um, you have a lot of. Anybody that wants to help people is in, he's also a lot of level four. So I just wanted to, you know, when you were listening to listeners, when you were listening to Emily talking about that, um, you may be interested in tuning in, um, to a little tune up coaching. Cause that's what I'm going to touch on is level four energy. And I, need
2: to, I need to learn more about this. Cause I'm it's level four. Is that good? That's level good four energy. is good. Good. It energy. can have, yeah, it, okay. it can also uh, a little,
0: you, you might be able to give, give too much,
2: give too much. Oh, okay. Wear
1: yourself out. There's, you know, a balance to everything, everything in moderation. Sure. Um, which, um, you know, anything. You know, in moderation. But level four is definitely a giver, okay. a helper. Cool. A, um, so anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there, and that's, that's and nice that's what you do, and that's wonderful. And people out there listening with the Chamber of Commerce. I mean, it sounds like you know, if you're thinking of opening a business here, or you need more information, you know, on on how it goes, what you know, it must be overwhelming.
2: It, it, you know, and I I really do think that that is what what i love about this job i do love helping people you know and and i think everyone who works here is very loves that aspect of it you know working with people and making sure that you know their dreams come, come true. true yeah yeah do, um are you also involved in events we do we have a lot of events in fact our our director of events downstairs we have um we have a number of events we have some coming up we have so we in addition to the chamber we also have a it's the Education Foundation, which is a separate five hundred one c three. You know, talked about nonprofits, so yeah. both are non just different ones. I won't get technical, but anyway, <laughs> you can get the technical. Edu- we can always edit it.
0: Out. <laughs> yeah, we could. Like I was a little sleepy. The technical <laughs> stuff. And
2: I'm like five hundred one c six, five hundred one c three. Level
0: four, level four was, was fun. <laughs> We'll edit here out. We'll pick up later. Oh, man. No, but please, that we are interested. Because no, it's but, a, I think a lot of this for any listener is going to be new. Most people have heard of a chamber of commerce or generally what they do. But it there are a lot of levels to it, which I was even surprised to learn just researching for this sure. interview. So
2: There's a lot of, lot of things you can do with the chamber. Absolutely. And just to
1: say, you know, I don't know, I'm just sort of visualizing somebody would say what they don't need. You know what I mean? You'd, I don't think you know what you don't need until you give something a try, you know, get in there and see what it's all about. I mean, if you're a business in or thinking about being a business in, in Cape May County, you know, I was a member of a chamber actually in in um, uh, Camden County. And it's extremely helpful. The networking is, you know, finding out what, just to get ideas. You never know um, what somebody's going to suggest. or who who you're going to meet.
2: Right, and you you talk about... Like a prom date. Absolutely. Well, you know, you talk about energy (laughs) and... and Could as be the father, one. Could be a, a father, dating and, uh, service. As a father of two daughters, well, I, I will tell funny you. Funny. I will tell you that our, and I'm <laughs> tapping on the table. I'm so sorry. Uh, you <laughs> are in serious trouble,
1: Emily. <laughs> it's okay. Don't see the, be mad. Don't see he didn't yell at you. He didn't uh, give you a hard time. She's our guest. Yeah. Okay. Be you our know, guest. I'm yell later. Beauty and
0: the Beast. I've, 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 I've got two daughters, so it's gonna, gonna, all about the. He's gonna break into the fact that they might marry their prom date is terrifying, and.
2: Sure. Sure. He's shaped up okay. okay. uh, Was
1: there a romance story from the chamber? Is that
2: Well that's what I was gonna say, is that, you know, I go to these these events that we have and there are young people there because there's a lot of young people who work down here. There's not just business owners, but people who work for a lot of the organizations and they come to our events. And, you know, I I was commenting to someone recently that, you know, if I were young and, and single down here, going to a chamber event is not a bad place to meet people because you figure they all have jobs. They're
1: working.
2: They're, They're working. working. <laughs> yeah. And and I know of I know of one couple who met through the chamber who was getting married. Wow. So okay. it's it, it You know, I'm not saying that's the reason you should join the chamber, but I'm just saying just another, it does I'm just it's thinking a, about title, it,
0: The Chamber of Love. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I was going to say, you talk about energy. And I, I felt the first membership meeting that I went to for the Cape May County Chamber was the first one after I came into this position. And... My feeling that I had after that first meeting was, wow, what great energy. Because it's all people who are coming in. They want to have a good experience. They're there because they want to be there. No one's forcing anyone to come to a, a chamber event. And by the end of it, it's just you've had all these conversations with people. You've learned about what all these different people are doing. You've made those connections yeah. with with people. And you. I walked away from it with such great energy. And it's been the same for every single one that I've gone to since. We're all right. here
1: because we want to be here, and- and I think you, things are usually more positive when it's, you know, I have a keychain that says, don't tell me what to do. Um,
0: you have a general disposition. I, you know, you. I, I have to tell you, I am like
2: the exact same way. If you tell me to do something, I will be like, I will not do that thing. I will go in the exact <laughs> other opposite dr- direction. I will go in the other well, it direction. It wasn't on your list. It wasn't on my list. If it's not on my it's list. Not it's not list. in your bio. <laughs> yes. If it's not in my bio, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, the people are are wonderful. So if if anyone listening to this is interested in in becoming a member of the chamber, I I mean I highly recommend it, not just as a person who works here. Um, I'm a pretty newbie person here. So (laughs) I'm 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 saying it wholeheartedly. It's it's a it's a great investment to have that membership, to really utilize it. You know, I was just we had a new member um, you know, meet and greet this morning here at the chamber and, and I was telling the people who attended, you really get out of it what you put into it. And there, if you if you put yourself into it, you know you get to meet a lot of great people. Opportunities are going to open up for you. It's I I've, in the short time that I've been here, I've seen it happen. Yeah, absolutely. What is the saying? Half of getting ahead in life is just showing up. Absolutely, yeah. it's just showing up.
0: Well, one of your members is Maurice Pierce.
2: That's true. They're a great member.
0: They're a great member, and they're also a great sponsor. Maurice Pierce, located on the boardwalk in Wildwood, New Jersey, is a classic seaside amusement park. I know you've taken the kids there I, many times, <laughs> Emily. Come on. I'm
2: just laughing because again, I, I'm an avid listener to this podcast. <laughs> I've heard you do this, and read. you know, what and I also in? have to say, I'm a real big fan of your transitions you. into <laughs> it. it are, you have some great ones. If, if anyone is listening to this podcast for the first time, I suggest you go back to all the other episodes <laughs> and you listen to Rob's transitions into the read.
0: And uh, for uh, potential sponsors, we would also suggest because I can transition into your business very, very smoothly. Absolutely. (laughs) uh,
2: Yes, I will do an ad for you. As (laughs) you know, there's, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I'd say you're one of the best in the biz. Oh, thanks. I
0: appreciate that. (laughs) What's your favorite ride on the boardwalk?
2: Oh my goodness. Uh, Favorite ride. I was always a big fan of the Music Express.
0: Oh, I know the music that goes I know, around. the okay. Music Express. It great music. It, there's it's great music. Great music, right. great music right. goes around. It's I'm, kind of tilted.
2: Right. And you get old. sucked into the middle of it, but my memories of that are from the 80s. So like listening to 80s music, blasting on that while going around, that was always my favorite. I I, that was the a the great ride. I don't know the Music Express. Is it called something else?
0: I don't know what they called it in the Nothing 20s. Himalayan. <laughs> oh, God. It just
2: goes in a it's really not help me. exciting. Someone. It just goes Somebody in a circle, help but me. it kind of goes like up and down in a circle. Okay, I don't I don't know. Do you have a
0: favorite boardwalk memory?
2: Favorite boardwalk memory? Oh my gosh! Well, you know, my my grandfather actually used to work for the city of Wildwood, so growing up, he would always have tickets. So we would always, you know, when I my grandmother babysat us, she lived in North Wildwood, so we would walk up to the piers, and so I have so many fantastic memories. But you know, today is actually the first day of school for my children, and growing up on the first day of school. Uh, all the children of the people who worked for the, the city could go on the rides for free. So all myself and my brother and sister and my cousins, but we would all march up to the boardwalk with my grandfather. He would get us all the bracelets, you know, the bracelets where you can go on any ride. I don't know if they still do that up there, but you just like show them your bracelet. As many felt, times as you want. We felt very cool. and And we would go with, you know, all my aunts and uncles. And, you know, that was like, the first day of school tradition
0: yeah it was funny when we were giving away boardwalk passes as part of our on the board series that's how i kept referring it as you'll go get a couple bracelets and then you can take but they don't do bracelets anymore they don't they, do the now it's very sophisticated it now they do the barcode cards oh, okay. mm-hmm. which are great i'm sure it's much easier for Oh, business. you know what I,
2: I actually i last summer um my uh, youngest son his birthday is uh, was just last week on august 30th so not this year but last year we had like a little boardwalk expedition and it was really the first time that my kids have had been to the boardwalk and got to go on the rides and everything else. And my two eldest wanted to go on the big Ferris wheel, but I, as an adult, I can't even look at it. It gives me such anxiety, but it's so, they loved it. They went on there with their dad and had such a fantastic time. So it's, it's great.
0: That's great. Yeah. How about you, mom? Favorite boardwalk experience?
1: Oh, so many. Geez, I'm like a boardwalk. I was a boardwalk junkie as a kid. Um, my sister and I, I think, I think looking back, my sister and I would go up on the boardwalk probably 11, 12 years old when you could go by your, We could, you know, you were kind of, it was a little freer back then, you know, as far as being allowed to go places by yourself.
0: Free range kids.
1: Free range. Yeah. And, um, we used to play the games. We were just game junkies, and so was my granddaughter. It's a little scary. Yeah, we would just play the games. There was a game called Fascination. And thinking about it right now, I'm getting like like anxious. Like, can I win? Can I win? Can I win? Um, fascination. And you would just, I like the games. You know, you would uh, acquire all these tickets to get nothing, which Oh, just, but it was so much fun. Like but it was the so fun, much fun, like
2: the Ed's Funcade up on the boardwalk. Oh, and yeah, the games, the ski ball, the whole it's thing. So great. Um, but you know, it, it, just bridge back to earlier in the conversation talking about growing up down here and it being such a great place to really you know have a family having that boardwalk there I mean people come from all around to go to that boardwalk and you know we live here no they (laughs) they do yeah and it you know I always tell my kids because where we live there's you know in the summertime there's traffic all the time and sometimes my kids will be like oh my gosh we can't even go to the store you know we're kind of trapped in our home because of the traffic and I always say it's because you live in this special place that people from all over the world want to come to the place where you get to live every day of your life so how wonderful is that absolutely and
1: one of the things I've always loved and still do about the Wildwoods is that the beaches are still free I just think that's awesome. Um, and I think Atlantic City as well are the only beaches that are free in all of New Jersey. And that's really cool because people can come down. I remember people going, didn't like the tourist industry work, get them out of here. And I thought, boy, you know, that's, don't be like that. They are supporting every business you can imagine from the time they cross the bridge to getting gas to, um, you know, somehow it all trickles down, you know, to everyone. So, uh Yeah, I love to see them. I
2: believe it's about 80% of the businesses down here are in some way connected to tourism. Yeah. So whether they're tourism direct or Mm -hmm. just connected Mm -hmm. in some way.
0: That's interesting. I I could see putting this earlier in the conversation, but since 80% of the businesses are tied to tourism and tourism is tied to the summer, which is only 10 weeks, how do you convince businesses that this is actually a a year-round community?
2: Well, they have done some great things in terms of expanding the season so we're yeah we're heading into the fall there's a lot of great things that happen in the fall and i would say that for some people that's their time of year Mm -hmm. to to come down here and visit you know it all depends why why you're coming down you know there's a lot of birders that come down here you know if you love birds there's guilty yeah i I know they're great you know i was talking well i have to tell you more about cellular tracking technologies because they have this really cool thing that um they just i'm I think you can buy the prototypes now, um, or actually pre-order them. But it's this really cool thing. Um, I ordered one for the chamber, and I'm really excited about it. And you can put it in your backyard or wherever, and it will listen to the birds, and then it will tell you like who came to visit. Wow! Isn't that cool? <laughs> I mean, for me, I think that's really cool. I don't know. That I also listening my work? conversations in my wrote, living room. Does that work
0: in Philadelphia? <laughs> like what bird? pigeon? Know. Pigeon. <laughs> Kitchen. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, in Philadelphia, yeah, it might help. Uh, you could listen to the person taking your package off of your front porch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
2: here at the chamber, we actually have the Eco Walk, which I don't know if you guys. I saw just it when saw you came that. Here. Yeah. Okay.
0: Tell us about the Eco Walk. I
2: love the Eco Walk. The Eco Walk is celebrating its twentieth anniversary um, a month from now. Is the exact day that it opened. They uh, Senate, Senator Senator Kafiro helped to fund it, and it's just, it's not very long. So if you're expecting a long walk, then walk a lot before you get to the eco-walk. But, you know, it's it's this lovely little walk that really highlights all of the natural foliage that's around, that it's grown naturally here. And then at the end of it, beautiful view of um, some marshland and all the different birds. Oh, every nice. time I walk down there, just about every other day, and every time I go, I see another bird friend. And it's, it's quite fantastic, but, um, you know, we are refurbishing it a little bit and I always call it like my Charlie Brown Christmas tree of eco walks where it needs a little love. It's 20 years old and mm-hmm. you know, we'll be launching the friends of the eco walk pretty soon. So anyone interested in supporting that and coming out to see it, I, I hope they just stop on by,
0: nice. check it out. That's great. Nice. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. This, this was is wonderful. Fantastic. We learned a lot and we learned a lot about you and thank you for giving us this time today yeah, to join our podcast.
2: Thank you for being here. And and like I said, it's just, I love your podcast. It's such a great thing. And and I think you guys are just doing such great work and you're putting interesting things out there into the universe and into the uh i don't know if you say airwaves is that how podcasts yeah. they don't work on airwaves no they yeah work it's all digital yeah but it's <laughs> yeah you're but putting it's kind things, of
0: airwaves you're yeah. putting it out into the we're putting it out there yeah well we've been enjoying it so you can find all of this episode and past episodes on our website at www.12poundpodcast.com so thank you so much thank you thank mom you. thank you again thank you robert and we'll see you soon Okey-do.